everyone else that does not like the Astros talks about cheating. You can all shut the fuck up. All the narratives are buried. Right here. Those men. Houston! Your World Series champions in 2022. This is Beyond the Diamond Podcast. World Series reaction. Apollo Dez, producer Josh, Brian Lalima, we're all here. And we are amped, pumped. The city is electric. Your Houston Astros are World Series champions once again. Boys, how we feeling? Let's just get into it. How we feeling? How sweet it is. Two-time champ champs. Four-time pennant champs. It's a dynasty. I didn't want to say the word, but you could officially say the Houston Astros are a dynasty. Or a dynasty, some would say. And it was... Well earned. I think 11 and 2, arguably you're one of the greatest teams uh, ever. Um the way they won games whether they wanted it to be a shootout or a one-run game or whatever it was, they found ways and this it, it was a testament to this team. It was a testament to uh the culture like we always say and, and this the mindset of like this team was different and and they showed that. Years past when you were down one run late in, late in the games you would have been like, "Well, this one's over. This one's shot." And then this team is just like, who's going to step up and be the hero? Because someone is going to step up and be the hero. And Jordan sent one to a place where I had never seen but baseball's government in May Park. Just yeah. obviously the moment in the home run and all that, but to do it dead central above the batter's eye. Wow. If, you, if you've ever stood there and looked at home plate, I, you're just like, nobody's ever going to hit a ball up here. It's a, yeah, it's unfathomable. It really it legit is. That's why they know, put like seats out there, like like dining room seats, like to eat. You know the uh, you know the ball that he hit up to right field up in the upper deck and they painted the seat orange to recognize where it landed? Yes. Like that ball was hit far. But the baseball he hit last night was like obliterated. And it went to a place that I have never seen before in my life. You remember when they had the uh, the Taos Hill, right, at Minute Maid Park? And that, I think at that point it was like 336 to dead center with the, with the hill. I was in, I don't know, middle school, I think, and I watched Sammy Sosa hit one dead center there, and I thought, oh, my God, like, no one will ever be able to do that again. And then Jordan hit one 450 feet. Up over the batter's eye, I don't think I've ever seen a ball hit that far. I've seen balls hit up on the tracks. I've seen balls hit off the glass. I was there when Jordan hit his up into the upper deck into right field. I've watched a ball that almost hit the damn jumbotron in right field. But what he did last night, like that's, I, that was Richie Sexton territory. Yeah, like it's yeah Richie Sexton. That's another good a good name drop right what there. A call like, back. What a callback! Did you write that down? Negative. Okay. Uh, just what he did, dude, like it was insane. And then look, look who added an insurance run. Christian Vasquez, big time trade deadline uh, acquisition. He gets to be the DH because Yuli got hurt. He couldn't play game six. Corey Lee is added to the World Series roster. Friend of the well, program. Friend of the program, Corey Lee. Friend of the program, Corey Lee. Gets World added Series as champion, Corey Lee. Corey Lee um, as, a, as a catcher. So that allows Dusty to put Christian Vasquez in at the DH role. Comes up in a big spot. Bregman scampers home on the RBI single from Christian Vasquez. Framber Valdez did what Framber Valdez does. Hey, wow. kudos, kudos, wow. kudos to Zach Wheeler 
Piss dude his tail was, off. Dude, dude was, was throwing, throwing 99. Better. I don't know what they what they filled him up with, <laughs> but goddamn, dude. He, I need one of those right now to get me, no, get me to no. this week. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he was on last night, give me like, give me that and more. Dude was chunking. And, he, and it was a pitcher's duel up until the fifth inning or sixth inning. I there think was the, nothing going on. I think the Phillies just kind of ran into the problem that the Houston Astros ran into the problem with the Braves. They just ran out of pitching. You had you had a, a few amount of arms you could go to, and that was kind of it. And over a seven-game series, I say it time and time again, you give these Astros opportunities to look at them, they're going to find ways. And they got to Alvarado, and they stayed on Alvarado. And anytime you burn Alvarado and Sir Anthony that early, you know, and, and like you said, Wheeler was shoving. I mean, Jesus, the guy empty was empty to take at 98-99. Yeah. Um, but I just... This team has been different. It's been a different vibe all year. And the scary great thing about it, and the, the league should be scared, that 95% of this team comes back next year. Yeah. Uh, you, you just have to make hard decisions if you want Justin Verlander to come back. Uh, obviously, Yuli said he wanted to keep playing. Uh, Brantley wants to keep playing. Like So other than those decisions, everyone's back. You're, you're two-time two-time champion, third baseman's back. Your all-world rookie, World Series MVP is back. Give it, give it up for Jeremy Pena. Oh I mean, God. yeah. Can you, I, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I think there's not enough, enough ways to describe what we saw from Jeremy Pena this October. I mean, literally, there is not enough, there are not enough adjectives to describe. There were things that he did that weren't flashy that go unnoticed, like extending innings at the plate passing the bat to the next guy, playing sound defense, quality Bro, defense. That he's first a, inning, yeah. that little slide to the slide. Yes. Because off two-way backhands, he's not going to have enough umph to, to make that right. play. It's a spin, pop up, and get rid of it. Like, what? There's, yeah, he man. He should be making those plays. He shouldn't. Right. And he and, makes uh, them I, time and time again. And I know we're going to, you know, later on this week, we're going to dive into uh, more of like a recap and kind of look at, you know, things after the parade and what we look forward to this offseason. But here are just some quick names that uh, are going to be free agents this year, or this coming offseason. Aledmus Diaz, Yuli Gurriel, Christian Vasquez, Rafael Montero, Jason Castro, Michael Brantley. Uh, Justin Verlander has a player option. Will Smith has a club option. And Trey Mancini has a mutual option. option. So Rafael Montero is literally your only name in question from the staff. Think about that. This yeah. whole pitching staff is coming back. Better. Matured. Learn from, learn from stuff. Like, they're just going to get better. Um, imagine how Hunter Brown's going to do next year after all this oh. experience. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine Brian Abreu in an everyday fireman role? Did y'all like, see Brian Abreu's stats? Uh, dude, Here, dude hold me... on. You know who he was? He was Mariano Rivera. At, but at 100 miles an hour. That's, that's what he was. Here, it was let me, read, let me read these stats real quick. Brian Abreu in the postseason. 10, in a, uh, 10 games. Not one earned run given up. He has a zero ERA. 11 and a third innings pitched. 19 strikeouts. And mm. a whip of .71. Mm. Listen to these. Like, dude, the, the, when you go through these stats, it is insane. Games were over in the sixth inning. Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley combined. 33 and two-thirds innings pitched, 
three ERA. Literally, the game was over after the sixth inning. Here, here's here's my last stat. Big stat guy. The pitching statistics per series. Let's look at the DS against Seattle. Pitching staff, 2.25 ERA, 39 strikeouts, 36 innings pitched. The CS against the Yankees, 1.5 ERA, 50 strikeouts, 36 innings pitched. The World Series against Philly, 2.83 ERA, 71 Ks, 54 innings pitched. A total of 2.29 ERA, 160 Ks, 126 innings pitched. The bullpen throughout the postseason, 0.83 ERA, 70 Ks, 23 hits, 54 and a third innings pitched. Amazing. You know, we can, me, give, we can give all the kudos in the world to Jeremy Pena for being the, the AL uh, CS MVP and the World Series MVP. But after reading that, like, and we said this, we've said it a thousand times. The reason this team got to the, uh, got to the postseason, got to the World Series, back to the World Series, was because of their pitching and their defense. And everything that I just read shows why they are the World Series champions. Yep. It's and insane. It's, speaking of that Mario Mariano Rivera uh, comp, uh, I was looking at Mario Rivera's postseason stats all time, and he pitched 141 innings at a .70 ERA in the postseason. Jeez. So basically, this postseason we had a whole bullpen of Mariano, Mariano Rivera, Rivera. <laughs> essentially. Crazy. Crazy. I, I I think also the fans and everyone that was at the game or around the stadium. Uh, celebrating like the energy from my perspective, twenty thousand miles away in fucking Cancun, uh, was different. It wasn't that country club. It was atmosphere. way. It was, it way, was better. way different. It, this game. It, yeah, it was it, different. And so, I, shout out to everyone. Like, I I know the guys noticed that. I hundred percent know they did. And and um, to be able to for the next year until there's a new champion crown you're the champs until you get dethroned and so talk your shit talk yeah. your shit and we missed now i'm realizing we missed an opportunity to post that seismograph after your home run oh we can oh, run it back we can do a little callback no we can do it on thursday a little throwback thursday yeah you yeah. can you can say breaking news the From seismograph <laughs> seismograph we should post that released. yeah uh, uh, no, but to to your point, uh, yeah, this isn't the end. I mean, yeah. we, we talk about this being a dynasty, like between I mean, for the last six years. But they could go off; they could win the, the next three or next I two. I mean, they're going to be the betting favorites to to repeat. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And look, it, it's hard to repeat. It's hard to it's hard to win. But this team's still set up for a lot of success through the twenty twenties, and uh, I know it's been a weird. Uh, start to the roaring 20s and just globally but i think this is what the great Gatsby was all about with the uh, roaring 20s because it's about to get fun here in houston texas and and i think it starts with some of that badass new merch is that a new shirt josh what is that i can't see from my house in cancun that everyone oh, oh. oh this is a, this is just at the apollo hou dot store um we have our space helmet world champs 2022 shirt mm. okay we mm. also have a glorious another World Champs 2022 shirt. Yeah, mm. we knew it was coming, so we prepared. 
I was so worried. Hey. I was absolutely so worried by it. We were so worried about jinxes. We were like just terrified. Best part, good, best part the best part about this World Series is it's the most satisfying. Everyone else that does not like the Astros talks about cheating. You can all shut the fuck up. All the narratives are buried. Right here. That was bad. Um, also found at the Apollo HOU dot store. Uh, I just, I just want, I, I, I think everyone watching and as you are hit that smash that like button, but, uh, Brian, give us the inside of inside the locker room. You got to be inside. Um, you got to, you got to interview the guys, hang out with the guys. Um, give us the inside scoop and the vibes from inside the locker room from, uh, celebrating world series. So we, um, at the game, it felt like going into the sixth inning, you felt something was going to snap. Like you felt like the momentum was building, building, building. And then Kyle Schwarber smacks the home run. Hit but the even when, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Schwarber is just a dude. Yeah, but, but he, he is just a dude. But what the fuck was he doing trying to bunt with two strikes? I still don't Man, understand that. Was, that. that was dumb. I, still no, I, will, that will say that was dumb. But, but I mean, like, really, though, like, what, what was he doing? What, what were you trying to accomplish? Are you conceding? You're down at, at uh, on the road. You have the ability to smack one over the fence and cut it to a two two run deficit, and you bunt with two strikes. I would, I would get anybody else doing in the lineup doing that, but like you, Wait, he was the only sure. offense. Like he's your choice. Like they had three runs in the last what three games after the no. I mean, actually, honestly, because I got no hit, so only two of the games they were all Schwarber. Yeah, two of those were so that he had that RBI single. Like right. I have no idea what he was doing, but he he was a problem. Like he legit is just. He's a ball player. I think he'd be a great he their one clear, day. They're yeah. clear MVP if they if they oh, won. Oh yeah, by yeah. far. Definitely not Bryce Harper who went zero for four uh, last night. But but the point is, like, it, it, after he hits the home run, you still felt like things were about to turn for the Astros. Third time through the lineup, there's no way that you don't get to Wheeler. And I mean, look again, hats off to Wheeler because he pitches ass off. But he hits Maldonado. Maldonado gets on. And then they should have taken him out then. Right. And then they, they, Altuve uh, hits into a fielder's choice. Uh, then Pena with a single. Bregman hauls out, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Altuve hauls ass to third, first and third. Alvarado comes in. We see what happens. And then the, the roof gets blown the fuck off of Minute Maid Park. Um, so going onto the field after they won it was a pretty surreal moment for me. Um, I was there in 2018 when they lost to the Red Sox in the ALCS. I was there at, at Game 7 when the Howie Kendrick ball off the freaking foul pole. Um, and then COVID hit and things happened. Uh, we were there for Game 2 of 2021 against the Braves, but they obviously lost Game 6. Uh, so going out into the field, you could feel it. And not, not one person left from the stadium, by the way. Like when that, uh, when they were presenting everything, the coolest moment, I think, was when the entire stadium was singing, we, we are the champions. Oh, that was awesome. And, and confetti's falling. All the guys are up there. They raised the trophy. Um, you got to see Michael Brantley raise the trophy. You know, I, I tried like FaceTiming Des while we were singing that, but I know so yeah. this wasn't working too great. In there. So, and then then I get into the clubhouse, and you could hear the music from like down the hall. Like they were jamming, right? So I was like, oh shit, like I, I got to get in there. So I get in there and I walk in, and it's a fucking party. I, I immediately see Hector Neris, Rafael Montero, um, 
what's his name? Framber Valdez. They're all popping bottles, dr- drowning themselves in it. Uh, Corey Lee, David Hensley are wilding out. Uh, Bregman's wild. Like, it was just guys. The best part about baseball and about the playoffs is when they win and they celebrate, they act like a bunch of kids because this is still a kid's game. So when you watch a bunch of grown-ass men pop bottles and chase each other around in the locker room, popping bottles, like chasing each other, it's like pure joy, man. And, you know, because this game is so hard, and, and especially at the pinnacle level, they have to put in so much work day in and day out, not just the physical, but the mental and the emotional. Like, there's so many things that go into it. So when you get to see them party and act like kids, it's such a badass experience. Um, you watch all the assistant coaches were running around. Uh, the clubhouse guys, our guy, what is it, Curtis, right? He was handing out bottles and still popping them himself. Um, dude, it was it was awesome. And like I got to, I got to interview Ryan Stanick, and he was so you know grateful for his season. And I said it like I asked him, I said, Ryan, you 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 only gave up seven earned runs the entire season, like the entire season. You only gave up seven earned runs and had an ERA that floated around a one. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah, that shit's pretty wild, isn't it? It's almost like he couldn't even, he, he didn't even realize it. So great experience. I mean, just, just being able to be in there and watch these grown-ass men all party and all enjoy it. It's just, it's, it's so satisfying to see the Astros shut everybody up and dominate. They lost twice in the postseason. I also I mean, think like, there's, there's, think about it. there's a thing where every player on the team had their own moment. Right. And it was like, hey, I'm coming in, I'm gonna do my job. And and, and it worked. And I think the formula is there. And I think everyone's in the league's gonna try to replicate this and they can't. But also Dusty Baker finally, finally, finally got his World Series championship. And he managed the hell out of the playoffs this year. And when the Ashes were down 2-1, the, the Boo Birds and all the narratives were, were popping back up, and they just put their head down and went to work. And uh, to see his coaching staff mob him like that in the dugout yeah, was pretty damn cool and pretty damn special. And then, like you said, Brian, he was just a, he was just a kid in the locker room as well, uh, having a great time, ready to party. Um, yeah. Uh, we've been fortunate to hang out and be with him and, like, he is the life of the party, and uh, I'm just ecstatically happy for him because yeah, he finally got the one thing that he didn't have in his Hall of Fame career. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing that I love the most about this whole run is two things. One, you you get Dusty the the World Series title that he's been longing for, and two, you just shut everybody up. Like the the whole cheating thing. Like I know we're still gonna hear it for forever. But now it's like, like just, just, it's done. It's over. Like, shut the fuck up, right? But to see Dusty, when that ball went in the air and Kyle Tucker was running towards it, Dusty looked at it and then right looked right back down and went to filling out his chart. Yeah, didn't even yeah. watch the didn't even watch the final out. Like, went right back to charting and then they mobbed him. And you can hear him talk about um, in a post game media availability. He talked about losing in two thousand two with the Giants. And that one hurt. And he said, if that would, if we would have won that, he goes, I don't know if I'd, if I'd be coaching today. There was a time where Dusty Baker didn't have a job in the big leagues. Couldn't get it done with the Giants. 
Couldn't get it done with the Nats. Couldn't get it done with the Cubs. And then he was out of a job. Like, think about it. Like, Dusty Baker was not in baseball anymore. Jim Crane comes in, has to do what he has to do with A.J. Hinch and Jeff Luno, brings in Dusty Baker, brings in James Click. Dusty Baker was the perfect guy for the job at the time. Cool, calming effect. Veteran, been there, done that, seen it all. 2020, they don't play very well, but they sneak into the playoffs. They make a run at the ALCS. They lose three games to two. They were down three games, almost make a game seven. We saw what happened in 2021, and then now they get the the World Series. Dusty Baker's already a Hall of Famer, but this just stamps it even more. And he wants to manage more. He's not done. He's not riding off into the sunset. He wants another one. So he, I, I, I assume he's going to be back. I think he'll be back. I think so, um, too. Especially, I think this if there was more older people on this roster and it was like, this is the end of the run, I think he'd leave. But why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he be like, oh, well, I won one and I have a chance to win two or three over the next three years. Might as well. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think in the, the history of just mankind dynasties, you know, they, they reign and fall, but I think this is still the early days of this dynasty. I mean, if you look back to, the San Francisco Giants, you kind of knew like, all right, this is probably our last ride. Like with the Royals, you probably knew this is kind of our last ride, like in the mid 2010s. Uh, but with this team, they've been able to turn over the roster, save money at places, get the young guys up and still have a core that was, had success when they were young. And now they're coming into, you know, their primes. And then you have this new wave learning from that and following right behind it. So you just have this like, Alabama effect where you're just churning churning a roster over which is talent and talent and talent and now you have this this pedigree and dynasty and winning culture that you can't replicate that it doesn't matter how many self-help books or who you money whip to bring into your to your organization you can't you can't replicate a Nick Saban so it's it's, that's what the Houston Astros are they're they're, they're Alabama I yeah and I think that's a great composition because like Alabama college four years. I think that speaks to maybe we aren't here if we bring back Keiko, if we bring back Springer, if we bring back Cray. I think that's the mistake that the other teams, like the Giants and the Royals, did is they they held on to those guys, and then now you have you're lugging around old contracts. Yeah, and maybe that's the reason why this is continuing, even yeah. though it's hard as a fan. And then, I mean, you look result. you look at the you look at the pipeline, and there's still guys that are going to help that didn't get to help Jeanier Diaz like he's ready waiting to go. Corey Lee ready Seth Martinez David uh, Hensley yeah David Hensley Hunter Brown like those are that's your future and you still have this core group together so for anybody to say that this window is closing bullshit it is wide open it's just starting it right? really is just starting and it's it's going to be a fun a fun time and just uh, I'm I'm still kind of at a loss for words. Still processing the game last night. Flew back, didn't even sleep last night. Went straight to the airport, 4 a.m. Got back here stateside, and I'm just like running on still pure adrenaline. And it's gonna be like that for like the next three months until we're at the spring training house in 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 uh West Palm, West Palm. So, man, it's it's fun. It really yeah. is. I'm just trying to soak all this in and enjoy it. And it starts tomorrow with the parade. There's going to be that, 2 million people, I bet, downtown. That's the biggest thing, man, is is we as fans can't take this for granted. Like, the game is too hard. These runs are, are you know, these runs are so 
rare in baseball that we need to soak it all in. Don't take it for granted and enjoy it. And like you said, Des, it the parades tomorrow. It's going to be a fucking shit show, well deserved <laughs> shit show, and it's going to be fun. So and then we're going to be back in a couple of days to uh, take a deeper dive into this whole World Series run, this World Series victory. I know you got to give our dog. We got to give out our dog. Dog of uh, the postseason, dog of the World Series. I mean, we got all kinds of things coming. We got our trophies. We got a couple of gift baskets we got to give away. We got a couple of gift cards that have a a little bit of funds on it. We got a couple of of, uh, six-pack of tall boys, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we do have, uh, we, we got to oh, look at that. Look at that, that cute little trophy? trophy. That's a, yeah, we'll present it a little tease there. Uh, and something we want to do, and I'm just going to put it out of the universe and we're still trying to map out the logistics, but, uh, like a champions tour pod or we, we get the guys on, you know, each, each guy has their own individual episode and, um, it really just, it's about them. So, uh, we got that going in the pipeline too. Um, but I mean, I just also thank you guys for, for one, getting us to the top 10 in the charts on, on, on Apple, but also on YouTube, the, the views and the comments and the likes, we see them all. Um, it's been amazing. Great feedback. Uh, we absolutely love it. Brian's a big feedback guy. He thrives off that. So yeah, uh, I'm love losing feedback. my voice is literally, my voice is literally running on fumes. We're, we're, we're gassed over here. Oh, yeah. Josh, ready to get us out of here? All right. This is the last time to, to wrap up the run of the postseason. Just establishing that. Dude, can you get us out of here? And you just, what are we doing? That's going to do it for Beyond the Diamond podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. This is Josh Strohs. We have Apollo Dez and B Lima 790 from uh, 790 Studios. 790 from 790. You said my name. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Like and subscribe. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Love you guys.